is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Still not running. It's so frustrating, but it's okay. I mean, it just has to be okay because there's no other, there's no other option. There's just no other option. So I just have to accept that. I'm not running right now and figuring out what to do next. So catch up to speed. Um, I stopped running back in March. I took a week off from running and the doctor said, cool, like hop on one foot. If you hop on one foot and you're in pain, don't go running. So I kind of was like, okay, let me wait until I no longer feel in pain when I hop on one foot. And that never really came. Doctor prescribed naproxen, took that, stopped running. What else did I do? Increased, um, you know, physical therapy, strength training. That was around the time that I started doing my little 15 movement menu, movement menu. I think or maybe I started that in February, but I did get to a place where I was like, great. Like my knee is no longer in pain. And also I am no longer in pain in my hip when I'm doing squats. So I saw some progress. Um, knee, my knee no longer felt like it was about to burst when I was walking up steps. It was like I would get to the top step and I just needed to release my knee. There was all this like pressure. I don't feel that anymore. So that's good. I know that I am moving along and things are getting better. I have this card that I use with my clients where I'm like, how to see if you are moving along and managing your problems. So if the frequency decreases, um, if you're, the frequency of the problem is decreased or the intensity is lessened or the duration is shorter, um, then you know that you're moving along. If we want like, no, I want to go from A to Z. And it's like, well, no, that's, that's not what happens. So I know that it's, this problem is making progress. I know that it's a very slow transition. Um, I think what sucks is that I, sometimes I feel like I take a step forward and then I take a few steps back. And so um, I started, I tried running on my own. I tried, you know, I made a couple of podcast episodes, like trying to go out for like a minute on a minute off. And that didn't really hurt. I mean, my, my hips started hurting more, got to the point where I was like, Hey doc, what do I do? Um, doc brought me in. She was like, you know, this looks great. I can tell that your glutes are stronger. I can tell that your quads are stronger. Those things look really great. Um, let's, you know, let's just do an x-ray and just see, uh, an MRI is the thing that would really tell us more about what's going on, but we can't do an MRI until we do an x-ray. So we did that. Surprise, surprise, no information from the x-ray. Um, and she sent me home with the return to running program. And I started that, I think I maybe did that for two or three weeks. I can't remember. And I was just like, it's not getting better. In fact, it feels worse now. I was standing in my kitchen. I think I was chopping vegetables or something. And I was like, it hurts to stand here. Like I'm not even exercising right now. And I, I don't exercise on Sunday. Sundays I just go for a long walk. And I was like, it hurts standing here. I'm 35 years old. My body is in pain from standing. My hip is in pain. This is not right. Emailed the doctor and Doc was like, come on in, let's try, um, let's try cortisone injection. So we tried that, right? And I was really hopeful. Like I left the doctor's office and I was like, okay, like maybe, you know, the, the goal was to just numb everything out, cancel the pain so that I can continue with strength, strength exercises. Um, and I don't know, like, I think maybe for a day I was like, okay, maybe things are better. 
And then <laughs> the weekend, that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I was like, everything is back to normal again. Everything normal being the the pain I was in, the discomfort. Um, and I was like, I, like, I don't even know what to do anymore. I'm just so frustrated. I, I don't know what's going on. I feel like I've been handling this or like, uh, I maybe poorly handling it for like a year. And then like, you know, the last few months, like really doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing and it's not getting better. And like, I even said, like I told someone, I was like, if, if the doctor told me like you can no longer run, like if you want your hip and your knee to be fine and you can no longer run, I would be like, that's fine. I like, I'm not someone, even though I have this running podcast, I'm not someone that's like, oh my gosh, running is, you know, the only thing important to me. No, no, being active and taking care of my mental health and living like a quality of life, that's the important thing. And running is, has always just been a piece of that, never the sole thing. But, um, you know, even without running, I'm still in pain. So I'm like, what do I do? Like, I don't even know. And I just started like, just kind of, you know, falling down that internet rabbit hole that <laughs> doctors don't really love you falling down, like pretending to be an expert when you're not really an expert. And I, I don't know, but I'm just kind of like trying some things out. The doctor, when I told her, Hey, like everything feels the exact same after the injection, she's like, well, the next step would be an MRI. And I'm like, great. That's kind of pricey. What happens after, after the MRI? Like, is it just more PT? Is it surgery? Like, cause I'm not getting surgery. This is a discomfort, but it's not, I don't know. I'm, this is not something I, you know, I don't know. And she kind of, we kind of left it at that. Like, okay, the next step would be an MRI, um, to really see what's going on. I am going to hold off on the MRI for a little bit because I, it's just, I don't know. I I'm kind of frustrated and I'm like, are there some other things that I can do for myself and do for my body? And I want to try this out and just kind of see. So on Sunday I decided I am just going to see like what happens if I just give my body like the best treatment in the world. Um, eating a ton of vegetables, eating fats, healthy fats. So almonds, um, olive oil, coconut oil, uh, avocados, um, taking some supplements. So I've got some collagen peptides. Um, what's the thing? Paul made fun of me because I couldn't eat glucosamine or something. I don't know. My dog takes it. So I'm trying these things out. Um, I'm going to, I know this is like the opposite of what I always say, but I'm like cutting out processed food for this month. Um, but it's not a, it's not a whole 30. It's not a, it's honestly like I'm making up the rules and the boundaries for myself and I'm making up the structure for myself and I do not feel deprived. I kind of like eat when I'm hungry, stuff when I'm full, um, and allow myself whatever, whatever I want to eat when it comes to like plant-based things. So I've been eating a lot of, um, let's see. Oh, and eggs. Eggs are the one animal product that I'm eating. So eggs, beans, black beans, garbanzo beans, um, all the vegetables, <laughs> peppers, lettuce, arugula, um, spinach, kale, uh, sun-dried tomatoes, which are my favorite, um, avocado, like on everything, coconut milk in my coffee instead of, um, my sugary creamer that I love and I miss. 
drinking almond milk, drinking tons and tons of water, having water throughout the day, constantly drinking water, getting, you know, hydrating my body, um, eating a lot of fruit. I mean, it's summer, watermelon, berries. I just got some cherries today, apricots, um, plums, um, still allowing myself corn and uh, popcorn, <laughs> having popcorn. So desserts have kind of been like popcorn or watermelon or um, slicing up a banana and having and slicing up some dates and some cashews. So basically like a Lara bar, like a deconstructed Lara bar um, or not constructed Lara or whatever. Um, and yeah, I here's the crazy thing is I do feel like things are getting a little bit better. I don't know. It's, it's hard. I mean, it's hard to tell what is making it better. Um, that I'm thinking about in the book Atomic Habits, which I love <laughs> referring to, he talks about the British cycling team and how they weren't doing so well. And they brought someone in, they brought an expert in that kind of looked at what are all these 1% changes that we can make. Just doing one of these 1% changes is not going to make a difference, but where, like, how, like, can we do several different things? Um, and so they, they talked about how they, they washed their hands. Like they, they made sure they were washing their hands so that they didn't get sick. They painted the inside of their van white so that they could spot dust. They changed the, the body suit that they were wearing. Like all of these different things that again, by itself is not doing it. And so it's kind of where I'm at right now where I'm like, let me just, let me try some things that are healthy. And that's the biggest thing. I was looking at an old blog post and it's like, this is not to stress myself out. I think that sometimes we think being healthy is stressful and that makes no sense at all. If you get yourself into a stress state, it's you're going to ne uh, negate the, the healthy benefits that you are trying to create. So it's way different than I don't, it's way different than any time I've been on a diet, like a, a strict diet, a strict diet that I was always following like someone else's rules for my body. Whereas right now I'm kind of creating what feels good and makes sense and tastes good um, for myself and filling up on the foods that I know make my body feel really, really good. I've been doing my, I've been doing my physical therapy exercises and then spending a lot of time stretching the back of my knee. So that's the thing that's kind of frustrating is everyone I talk to, like we're talking about the front of my knee and my glutes and whatever. And like that stuff is important. I'm, sh I'm sure I know it is, but the back of my knee constantly feels tight and like I need to um, stretch it. And then when I stretch it, it's like the stretch is not satisfying and I still haven't stretched out the thing that I want stretched. So, um, I've said that to so many different specialists and they're kind of like, Oh, okay. I don't know. I've spent time stretching it. Like, it's like, Jacqueline, you've been saying this thing. So what if you actually just stretched it? So I spend like 10 minutes in the morning stretching it and then maybe in the afternoon or the evening and really just noticing that what I've, uh, or paying attention to that, giving more focus to that. What I've noticed for me is that, well, on Sunday, Paul took a photo of the back of my knees and he was like, it's like, you're not even standing straight. Like your right leg caves in. It's like your knee is not even straight. And I was like, well, yeah, I guess you're right. And it, it's because the back of my knee feels so tight. It feels 
difficult to stand straight. And so then what happens is my pelvis gets tilted and then my hip bone starts to hurt. So it was like, okay, if that's what's happening, if the knee is affecting the hip and what if we, okay, great. Then that look at that, <laughs> look at, can you stretch this thing out? And when I spend time stretching the back of my knee, I'm able to stand up straight and then I don't have any issues on my hips. So right now as I'm recording this podcast, I'm sitting in my desk in my office. And I mean, a week ago, my hip bone, like it would just feel like it was radiating. It felt like the inflammation. It just felt like I could feel it. I could notice it. Um, and it's hard to say the word pain because it was, I mean, it was not debilitating. It was like, I'm still going about my life, right? Like I'm not in bed because, oh my gosh, this is so painful. But it was just this, I'm constantly noticing this thing and I'm constantly maybe questioning my movement or, oh, I don't know if I should go there. I don't know if I can walk. Like, so it, it was affecting my life, but I don't know. It's a weird thing. So anyways, <laughs> as I'm sitting here recording this now, I do not feel anything in my hip. I don't feel anything. It's only been, what, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So it's only been five days of focusing on stretching my hip, taking the supplements, eating tons of fruits and veggies and fats, and it feels good. I'm going to keep doing this. I've kind of explored some other things on the internet rabbit hole, keep up with my physical therapy exercises, and we'll see. We'll see where things are at. I mean, it just, it just is what it is. Like I said at the beginning of this, it, it's okay because it has to be okay. But like, it's kind of the thing of like accepting where you are and also just because you're accepting where you are doesn't mean that it's not going to change or it's not going to get better. But I accept like, this is where I'm at. Um, it sucks, but here's where I am. And I'm going to keep doing kind things <laughs> for my body and trust that it will get worked out. And if that means I need to go back to the doctor or I need to go see a different specialist or I need to try dry needling or acupuncture or whatever, um, well, you know, we'll, we'll cross those bridges when we get there. But I'm, I don't know, I'm feeling really good right now, energized. Um, I definitely miss my pizza Friday. Um, I do not feel like, I don't feel the, um, you know, when you do a diet and you're just like, man, I can't wait until this is done so that I can binge on all of the foods I'm missing out on. I think because I get to pick the foods I want to eat and I'm not following someone else's rules, like I don't, I don't feel that bingey thing. I don't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm missing out on anything because the truth is there's nothing actually even happening. And I think because I have this autonomy, like I have this freedom, I'm the one that created the boundaries and structure for myself and what I'm going to eat, um, it feels really good. So I'm going to do this for the month of, what is this, August, and then see where I'm at at the end of August and if I need to, yeah, and then what I need to do. So it would be lovely to be out running again, but I just want things to get better and I don't want to hurt myself. And I know that if it's, if it's painful for me to stand or painful for me to sit, I have no business being out running. Like I just don't. I think the great thing that, you know, I learned <laughs> this year, well, I mean, we, we all 
are learning it is that, you know, we have these plans. We might have a plan for our 2020 or 2021 or any period in our life. And it's not going to go exactly how we wanted it. It's, it's just not like it never, I don't know that I've ever had something go exactly how I thought it was going to go. Um, and that's okay. Like we have to be okay because that's life. Like life isn't this waiting for everything to go smoothly and perfectly because you'll never have that. There are always going to be challenges. There are, there's always going to be something that pops up and then it's like, well, cool. Like, how are you going to deal with that? Right? So this year I was supposed to run two marathons and now I'm running zero marathons and running zero miles. Um, and that's okay. But I, you know, I've been so active. It's been really interesting. I have an Apple watch that Paul got for me after I did, um, the Chicago marathon in 2017. Yep. 2017. He got me the Apple watch. Um, and I hate technology. I still have like a really old iPhone and I have no, like, I don't want to upgrade to a new phone because I hate technology and I think it's a waste of money and blah, blah, blah. And I was really, um, not a grateful gift recipient when I got this watch, um, and was hesitant to wear it. But then I was like, Jacqueline, you need to be grateful. You need to show appreciation. So I started wearing it. And, um, what I've noticed is I am way more active now, especially this year than I've ever been in my life. And I'm way more consistent with movement and activity because I've opened up to other ways of moving my body. So it's not just oh, I'm going to do a DVD that's telling me how to lift weights, or I'm just going to go to a CrossFit class, or I'm working out with a personal trainer, or I'm training for a marathon. It was always this all or nothing thing that I was doing with exercise, following someone else's plan, you know, and then if I messed up and didn't follow the plan, it was like, oh, whatever. Or um, once the, once the sessions with the personal trainer were up, then I stopped exercising because they never taught me how to exercise them on my own, you know, the gym, once the gym membership was up, then I stopped. Once the marathon training is up, then I stopped. And so this has been the first year that it's like, I've really embodied the word um, active, being active. And one of the things that I said that like my goal for 2020 was to create systems for um, all the areas in my life. And so that's been great. I think having that be the goal. So it's, it's not, um, oh, I'm trying to lose weight or I'm trying to run a marathon or um, I'm trying to blah, blah, blah. It's been, how can I be an active person? How can I be a happy person, right? What are my systems? And then the systems have been like waking up and like doing my winter morning checklist, doing my 15 minute movement menu, um, going for bike rides, uh, taking the dog for a walk. Those are all systems that I have in place. And that's been great. So with not being able to run, with not being able to train for a marathon, but still being active, walking a ton, um, dancing, doing dance parties. I have a client that I do dance parties with um, because that's the way that she loves to move her body. And so instead of saying, no, you're supposed to be lifting weights, lifting weights is the best thing. We're like, no, how about we just meet where you're at right now? You like doing a dance party. Let's do that. That gets you up off, you know, off your butt onto your feet in your body experiencing that. That's what we're going to do. Um, and so, yeah, I think 
it sucks that I'm not able to run, but it feels great to embody the word being active. And then that word opens up so many other things because there's so many ways to be active. And I'm not, you know, stuck in this all or nothing mindset or this like box of like, well, if I'm not running, then shoot. If I'm not a runner, then shoot, I've, you know, crap, I have nothing to do. I have nothing to live for. I blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, okay, well, I'll, I'll just figure something else out. I will just figure something else out, which brings me to another amazing book that I'm reading with one of my clients, which uh, the book is Marie Forleo's Everything is Figureoutable. That's been a wonderful book. Um, yeah, Everything is Figureoutable, Atomic Habits. And the other one that kind of helped me create my winning morning checklist is The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, I think. So those are some great books. But yeah, so how am I easing back into running? Still by not running right now, but stretching, strength training, eating a lot of plants, eating a lot of healthy fats, plant-based fats, drinking a shit ton of water, walking my dog, and just, you know, trying trying to be positive. Like there's stuff that sucks. Like, yes, there's stuff that sucks. And I've fallen down a rabbit hole feeling crappy or feeling sorry for myself or feeling frustrated and it's cool. And I think sometimes that that happens and it's okay. And then it's like, cool, what are you going to do? Put on your big girl pants. And now what are you going to do? So this is kind of my action plan for August and we'll see how it goes. I would love to say that in September I'm out running, um, a few times a week. That would be amazing. Run walking. That would be amazing. But I got to, you know, take it as it comes and figure out what is the next step and not get too ahead of myself and not get frustrated and just whatever. Yep. Oh my gosh. My dog is panting so hard. It's four o'clock and she needs to eat. Everyone take care. I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.